the Hades, the Underworld, the Afterlife or even Hell, were names assigned to the world of the dead by the living. A place where people, for most suffer for eternity based on their own beliefs. The Greek underworld, the kingdom of the dead was ruled by one of the twelve great Olympians, Hades, or Pluto by the Romans, and his queen Persephone, the daughter of Demeter. This world is often called Hades after its ruler, and lies beneath the secret places of the earth. The way to it leads over the edge of the world across the ocean. In some accounts, it was said that there were various entrances leading to it through caverns and deep lakes. The underworld is vague, a shadowy place inhabited by shadows. Where nothing is real, or rather its reality is beyond any mortal's understanding. It's like a miserable dream. A realm invisible to the living and only made for the dead. For some, the underworld is more clearly seen as the place where the wicked are punished, and the righteous rewarded. Where the torment of one class, and the joy of the other are described at length. The path down to Hades' kingdom leads to five infernal rivers. Acheron, the river of woe, the swampy lake that flows through Hades. Cocytus, the river of lamentation. Phlegathon, the river of fiery, often referred to the flames of the funeral pyre. Styx, the abhorrent, the river of the unbreakable oath by which the gods swear. And Lethe, the river of forgetfulness which brings oblivion to those who drink its water. It could easily be imagined that the dead would be deprived of their memories by drinking from Lethe. And for those who believe in reincarnation, a subsequent sip of Lethe could explain why the souls that have been reborn into earthly bodies, don't remember anything from their previous incarnations. Reason why it was called the River of Forgetfulness. For the dead, going to the underworld was a privilege not given to everyone. In fact, only the souls whose bodies have received proper burial rituals, and having a coin placed on either their eyes or lips were sure to reach the gates of Hades. After the ritual was over, souls were brought to the entrance of the underworld by the god Hermes, where awaited Charon, the old ferryman who would take the souls across the river Acheron to the further bank. Where stand the adamantine gates of Tartarus? However, not every soul was allowed to get on his board, only the souls of those upon whose lips the passage money was placed when they died, and who were fully buried were allowed. For those who didn't have the coin to pay for the fare, would be stuck and wander between the underworld, and the world of the living for the eternity. On guard before the gate sits Cerberus, the three-headed dragon-tailed dog, who provided a gruesome welcome to new arrivals, allowing all spirits to enter but none to return. No soul was allowed to leave the domain of his master and lord. On his arrival, each soul was brought before three judges. Radamanthes, Minos, and Aeacus. The three judges of the underworld and former kings of Crete, who would direct the souls to the appropriate circle of hell based on their life in the world of the living. 
they bestowed sentence upon the dead, by sending the wicked for an everlasting torment in Tartarus, and the righteous ones to a place of blessedness, called the Elysian Fields. Hades's kingdom was seldom visited by the living. On some occasion, when mortals traveled to the underworld, they must pay their respect to Hades and Persephone. Those who wanted to descend to the underworld alive, would have to seek for an entrance named Hell Mouth, which were drawn into the mythology as the routes that were taken by great heroes of the past, who visited Hades while still alive. The few ones, through courage trespassed in Hades include Heracles. When he was asked to bring Cerberus, the three-headed hound back to the surface during his labors. After asking for his permission, he was told by the Grim Lord that he could take Cerberus away in one condition, if he uses his bare hands to wrestle the beast, which he was able to successfully accomplish. Then Theseus, when he joined his friend who wanted to abduct and marry Persephone. But they failed and they both ended up imprisoned in the underworld, although Heracles was given permission to rescue Theseus. But his friend remained trapped as a punishment for daring to seek the wife of a god for his own. Orpheus, when he ventured in the underworld to retrieve his lover Eurydice. But, was given for unique condition to not look at his lover before they both reach the surface. Unfortunately he looked back, and lost her once again to the darkness of the underworld. Among the dead, only Alcestis and Eurydice were given permission to leave the kingdom of Hades. Alcestis succeeded and regained the world of the living, which in counterpart was not the same for Eurydice, who was forced to go back in hell. Somewhere in this vast region was Hades's palace, where no one can reach if wasn't allowed to by the grim lord himself. It was considered to be the dark counterpart to the brightness of Mount Olympus. But despite what people think, the house of Hades was quite a palace, carved with precious stones coming from the wealth of the underworld. And beyond this magnificent palace, was crowded with innumerable guests, the inhabitants of Hades. Beasts, creatures and other ghosts. The Hades count some other gods who deal with great matters of the underworld, and in some occasion, get involved with the world of the living as well, when its actions go against the normal order of things. The Aranyas. Known as the Furies, the three goddesses associated with the souls of people who were wrongly murdered, they were in charge to avenge the crimes against the normal order of the universe, such as matricide and patricide. They were vengeful deities who punished evil doers and chased sinners on earth. They were unmerciful and remorseless. The gods Hypnos and Thanatos, the twin brothers and children of Nyx and Erebos, the personification of sleep and death respectively. They dwelt in the lower world where dreams ascended from there to the world of the living. They passed through two gates in order to interact with the world above, one through which true dreams went through, another one for false dreams. Far deep in the darkness, the underworld divides into three sections. The Asphodel Meadows, a place where mortals who didn't commit any significant crimes, but not also accomplish anything great in their life, that would grant them access to the Elysian Fields were sent to. It was where the souls who did not belong anywhere else in the underworld, dwelt for the eternity. Tartarus, the Dungeon of Torments. 
far deep in the abyss of the underworld reserved for the worst transgressors, and for the great sinners mortal or immortal. After being defeated by the new chief of Olympus, the children of Gaia, Cronus and the Titans were cast to Tartarus by Zeus himself. And they were joined by others who earned the enmity of the gods. Tidius, for instance, was tormented by vultures feasting on his liver for the eternity. Tantalus, with food and water continually receding from his grasp. Ixion, tied up to a flaming wheel that never stopped spinning. And Sisyphus, eternally pushing his enormous boulder up a hill. The Elysian Fields, in the other hand was considered to be the paradise in Greek mythology. Souls that were sent to that place had no labors. A place of blessedness where reside the pure and virtuous dead, the heroes, and the gods. Usually those who are related to the gods were granted admission as well. Souls that were granted access to the Isles of Blessing, in the realm of Elysian would be given a choice afterwards, whether they prefer to be reborn in an earthly existence or to remain in the Elysian fields forever. If a soul was reborn three times, and was able to achieve Elysian all three times, then they were sent to the Isles of Blessing to live in eternal paradise. In Christianity, conception of hell shares similarities with the Greek underworld, as a place for the dead, the ghosts and other spirits among which many exist in torment. The Hades however, includes its own paradise in the Elysian fields. In the Christian perspective of the afterlife, the heavens occupy a different physical space above the human world, which for the Greeks and Romans had been the domain of the gods of Olympus. It was commonly assumed, of course, that Hades's kingdom lay somewhere far underground. In some accounts, regarding the matter of how souls find their way down to Hades, there is no suggestion that the shades of the dead have to travel to the underworld by routes mentioned before. When the dead departs, the soul vanishes away under the earth like smoke and was gone to the Hades without further ado. So, heaven, hell, and limbo, where do you think your next journey is gonna be? If you've enjoyed the video, a thumbs up would be really appreciated, leave me comments as they help me to make better videos. And don't forget to subscribe and turn on the bell, so you won't miss out. If you have any suggestion about any videos, feel free to let me know in the comment section down below. And as always, stay curious.